You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and Lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. In this episode, we talk about the issue of schools reopening August 2020. We talk about the health benefits and the risks associated with whether schools should open or whether they should turn to a virtual schedule. And we talk about how this is going to impact society in general. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, We have some, you know, there's been a lot of updates with this whole COVID thing going on, and I can actually attest to it because... I'm seeing this crap front lines every day in the hospital. And there's been a lot of things going on lately about the school reopening because we're coming towards the end of July. Well, we're in the middle of July. Feels like the end. I know. We just started July. (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah. So we're in July. We're talking about school reopening in August. And there's been so many things back and forth, back and forth. And uh, Florida obviously is a little bit different than a lot of the other parts of the country. But we wanted to touch on the school reopening, whether we should reopen, whether we shouldn't, uh, whether we should or should not reopen. And um, I believe, Lisa, we were saying that the last podcast episode came out last Monday, which was July 6th. And that same day was when the education commissioner basically said we need to reopen five days a week, right? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting timing. Here we were talking with you guys last week about experts and who is an expert and who isn't an expert and how you should examine whether the person that you've hired to be your professional is in fact an expert in the area where they claim to be an expert. Ironically, that's the same day that the expert in the state of Florida, the commissioner of education, decided that they were going to issue a mandate. And now what's interesting is you read a little bit on the news, which we always talk about the news is the news, and then you deal with the day-to-day ramifications of what people are seeing you on the front lines and me as a parent and as a family lawyer dealing with all these legal issues related to schools. It's just different. The news does not necessarily report accurately. Ha, ha, ha. That's no news, no new news to everyone. But it's just ironic to me how the commissioner of education goes ahead and makes a mandate, and then almost immediately, all the different school boards already had a press release prepared. They already had, you know, decisions that were made as far as how they would not be able to comply with the commissioner of education's mandate. Not a recommendation, a mandate. Yeah, I, I, um, so I, (laughs) I think this comes back to one thing that's very true for, for everything. You cannot please everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's what everyone's looking for. Like, you're going to piss somebody off. And you're going to piss a lot of people off. And the question that comes is, what is the, at the end of the day, the schooling is about kids. So what is the best thing for the kids? That's really my question, right? Absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about education and you're talking about school, the focus should be on the kids. And that's where I have a really hard time I'll get into it in just a minute because I'm very interested now that we have a doctor with us, everyone, to give you guys the frontline research and the one-on-one personal knowledge that you have, not reported by somebody else that's never been in a hospital or hasn't dealt with any of these COVID patients, but dealing with someone like yourself, Tiffany, who's actually seeing it live day to day. Yeah. um, I'm not a pediatrician, but, you know, I do keep in contact with our hospital administration and, um, you know, we we really don't have any real peds cases of this. pediatrics so no pediatric cases of covid no not really no um so that's interesting 
Yeah, this, this round of COVID in particular, and I had it my own on my personal Instagram page, and someone commented like, "Why is this not viral?" Let me tell you what's going on right now in South Florida. Please, our, let our us hospitals know. have a lot of COVID going on. Um, that we know that because we see the numbers. There's been an inc- increase in the number of cases that have been confirmed. I'm sure now, that's undisputed. It, it's totally, it's not disputed. Okay, fine. The death rate is the same, if not down. So we're hospitalizing a lot of people, but those people sure. are making it out of the hospital. Now, is that because the virus has started to mutate? Is it because we, we are treating it better? Is it because we have a better idea of, of what to do? I, I don't really have that answer. Sure, and I mean, at, that's from a research perspective. Yeah, at some point, I just feel like sometimes we're just throwing the book at this thing and just trying everything and yeah. seeing what works. But I will tell you one thing. All, and that is an A-L-L, all of the patients that I have admitted with this virus in the past month on my service, and I take general internal medicine call, even though I'm a cardiologist, I I take resident teaching call. All of them have either been obese, not not plump, I'm talking obese. I understand. Or they're an uncontrolled type one diabetic. So they're skinny, but they have diabetes and their diabetes is uncontrolled. All of them, all, A-L-L. You're talking about all the people that have been admitted for COVID-related issues that you've dealt under my with, service, under yes. your service, obviously, you can only talk about what you've seen. Also, have complicated issues that would compromise their immune system with or without COVID. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. And th- my point that I'm trying to get at is if we're looking at what is the best thing for our teachers and our children, because I understand that we have to protect our teachers also. Of I get that. Why don't we take some common sense into play? Okay, why don't we do not not hybrid like one day here, one day there? I think that's stupid and I don't think that's ever going to work. I think that complicates things. I think that's like a kid with divorced parents that hop from house to house. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I can I can understand I think that it's either analogy. You choose to have virtual and you have that option and you can be at home if you want to and your parents right. want to keep you at home or you send your kid to school. And the teacher does both ways because the te- you know, they're teaching virtually, the kids are in the classroom or they're they're being virtually taught. But I think, you know, again, the teachers that have the propensity to get ill and the students that have the propensity to get ill are the ones that should maybe consider sitting it out for the first month or two. And that's where we bring in either substitute teachers or the schools figure it out. You know, why can't the first grade teacher also have kindergarten? I don't know. Like, figure it out. You know, you've got teacher's assistants. I'm not a teacher. I'm never going to claim to be a teacher. Oh, me neither. And that's part of this problem. Like, kids are homeschooling, but are they really learning? I mean, I I know first grade math, right? I know how to read, but I don't know how to teach that to my six-year-old. You know, That's why I'm not a teacher. There, there's multiple issues that I'm going to say bother me in relation to whether or not schools should open or not. First of all, what I don't understand, and I know you probably don't have the answer either, Tiffany, but this is a podcast, so I think it's an opportunity to talk about issues that are going on right now. And schools have been closed for five months, okay, since March. Pretty much March 17th is when schools closed. COVID was a problem in March. COVID is a problem now in July. What I don't understand is why school officials, including teachers, you know, PTA, parent teacher association. Why they haven't had something figured out by now? School board members. Why haven't you come up with a plan yet to address what would happen in the event COVID was still an issue five months later and you have school? Because as far as I'm concerned, since March, not only have I been a mom and a lawyer and running my business and going to court, Zoom is still court. People don't think that sometimes, but I'm still going to court on Zoom. But now I'm forced to become a teacher in the middle of all of these other very important issues that I have to deal with. And I'm not saying that teaching my kids should not be the top of my priority list. Sure, I know the subject matter, but I don't know how to teach. 
a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. I agree. I didn't I, go to school for that. I really try and see this from every perspective, I, but I agree with you. I feel like this should have already have been figured out by now. I really do. I, I feel like we're waiting until like three weeks before school starts and everyone's just now trying to, oh shit, what do we do? Like, dude, yeah, this happened six months ago. You're throwing your hands up in the air and even though the commissioner of education is saying, hey, school boards, we're going to leave it up to you to submit a reopening plan that is subject to the CDC guidelines and the, you know, the Federal Department of Health. I get it. But where have you been all these months? Why haven't you put, put, put together some kind of a proposal that protects everyone, teachers and students? And I understand the teachers union is adamant, at least in Broward and Palm Beach. And what a little bit I've seen about Dade County. I don't really follow Dade County news because it seems to be usually way off from Broward <laughs> most of the time, which is a whole nother subject. But the teachers are up in arms. Oh, you're going to be putting us in harm's way. Why should we risk the safety of ourselves to be in a classroom filled with all these teachers? Well, I'm sorry, but that's your job. The flu is a, a virus that goes around. Oof. The I flu hear is a virus that goes around, and you still have to deal well, with flu season. Here, yes, I, I, I agree. My, my, my point kind of comes from elsewhere. I think people like you and I that are more fortunate, and we grew up more fortunate, and we never had to worry about where we were getting our next meal, don't understand the whole other side of this. A lot of children get their food from school. Of course, absolutely. And, and I think what hap- it's very easy for a teacher or an administrator or another parent that's, you know, their kids don't have to worry about that to say, well, we shouldn't go to school. Well, a lot of these kids need to go to school. For multiple because reasons. Because that's how they're getting their breakfast and their lunch and they're getting out of an abusive environment in their home. I mean, I went to public school, like, sort of, like, not in a very good neighborhood growing. It was a great school, but it was in a bad neighborhood. And, I mean, I saw a lot of the kids were on free lunch. A lot of the kids came from very not great homes, abusive homes. So the question becomes, like, aren't we care? Don't we care about those kids, too? So why can't it be the model where, listen, if some kids need to get out of their house, they can go to school. They can be live. And then the other kids can sit at home. Because let's be at, at the at the root of it all. The majority of teachers are probably not high risk of catching this virus. And is it that difficult? to put the desks farther apart, to make sure the kids aren't commingling on the on the playground. Maybe we just don't do PE for three months. I mean, is that really a big deal? Do we Can we just put that aside and just not do that for or, three months? Or use those spaces that have been set aside for the cafeteria. mass group yes. meetings. You know, Have your lunch in the, the classroom. Gym, eat in the classroom. Yeah. There you go. Or separate the classes for larger classrooms in a lot of public schools in Broward County, at least. And maybe you make two separate classrooms in the gym and you separate the desks. Has anyone, I haven't even seen a proposal. I don't don't know. I just, what bothers me is that people are blowing through other aspects of this that are greater than just the teacher's teaching. It's a much bigger, you've got school bus drivers that aren't going to have a job, school janitors that aren't going to have a job. Um, You know, I question what's going to happen with the teachers at this point. The kids who are well, not the kids who aren't getting their social interaction, which is so important for kids. It's so that's why that's why ninety nine percent of kids go to school and they're not homeschooled because that interaction course. is so important. And it's an it's emotional as well. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's emotional intelligence, social intelligence. And, absolutely, you can't learn that at home. And look, am I, again, am I a teacher? No, but do I know what it's like to be on the front lines? Oh hell yeah, way of worse course. than anybody else. Of course, I you consider do. a teacher a public servant. I do. 
just like a police officer, just like a firefighter, just like doctors, nurses, EMTs, farm. That's a public servant job. You signed up for this. If you care about these kids, then you'll understand that some of these kids need to go to school. They, they need to well, for their health. Absolutely. I agree. I think the other aspect that you didn't mention, which is also very important, I was thinking about my sister when I was driving over here um, today. My sister is a speech therapist, my older sister, and she has a private office. And then she also is hired and she doesn't work down here. She works in Tampa. She also has a contract with her company through the school board. And part of what she does is she provides speech therapy for children that have been tested and that they need that. So that therapy that she's providing, which is being her her office, her salary, a portion of all the people that work with her, they are being funded by the state of Florida yeah. to provide speech therapy for children that need it. Now, is speech the most important thing in the world? Maybe not. But for a child that's not speaking or needs to be able to I, learn. I disagree. I think it's very important. It absolutely is important. Because and it, it's part of their learning. It might be more important than whether or not they have to wear a mask to go to school that day. Well, look, okay, so I, I printed out before we came here. Um, I'm part of these mom doctor groups online, and, and they're basically Those like, must be interesting well, groups. Oh, yeah, they're interesting. But I will tell you, the vast majority of physician parents want their kids to go back to school. Really? And these are doctors, right? These are people that actually see what's going on. I think so lawyers I would probably agree, too. I don't really know how you argue with the people who actually see it. So anyways, in case anyone listening does not know, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the AAP, actually um, sent out like their version of a press release and their recommendations for reopening and their recommendations are you reopen really yes okay so yeah. they agree with yes. the governor because and the again, commissioner of education in pediatricians Florida. see everything and not just learning they see the health of the children the social intelligence the emotional intelligence all of that stuff is very 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 important for children at you know, at a, at a great, especially at a grade school, middle school of course. age, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like um, under 12, basically. I mean, we all know you cannot get a five or six year old to focus on a computer. They want to click over and watch YouTube videos. They're not going to want to oh, watch their teacher. Don't even get me started on so that. So basically, you know, it's like, I don't know, what is this? Probably like a 15 page document. Yeah. It's but it detailed. basically says that schools have to be flexible. It's important to develop strategies that can be revised on an ongoing basis. Um, but in bold, it says with the above principles in mind, the AAP strongly advocates that all policy considerations for the coming school year should start with a goal of having students physically present in school. That's interesting. And that's the American Academy of Pediatrics. Right. Like, I don't know who else better to give recommendations for our children, honestly. Well, apparently the Palm Beach County School Board, the Miami-Dade County School Board, and the Broward County School Board. Which in the school board is made up of people from the community. Of course. That have no, this is my problem. No with medical like knowledge. Boards. Like, who are you to give these recommendations? No medical expertise so, in that area. Just, I can't. I can't even, I can't deal. Anyway, so then they talk about physical um, distancing measures. If you can, if feasible, put the desk six feet apart. Sure. Then they break it down into pre-kindergarten, grade school, everything that you can do, busing. If you have the capability of checking temperatures, do so. If you don't, then just, you know, it really, again, why, why, why is this country so stupid sometimes? Like if you're sick, stay home. If you have a temperature, stay home. Like I don't understand if people would just follow the rules, this wouldn't be so difficult. Well, but, and that's what's happening with all of the restaurants, you know, and the you know all the places that were just allowed through phase one to be reopened now they're required to they can stay open but now they can't seat more than six people at a time inside seating has to end at 10 p.m okay so i, I have, a, I, have a, I need to make i know it's like off topic but i need to make a comment on that people are all up in arms like 
well, what, all of a sudden COVID goes away at 10 o'clock? Is that, yeah. that, that okay, let me, so, so smart people, listen up, okay? The reason they did that is because most people don't congregate at a restaurant and big groups past 10 o'clock. They're trying right. to do it to prevent congregation of young people at a bar. Right. That's the whole point. It's not because we think the virus miraculously gets dissolved in the air at 10 o'clock every night. And more people because, drinking, more people yes, back together. They exactly. hide their inhibitions and yes. then you get into problems. I mean, are people this myopic? I don't understand. Like, there's, they did it for a reason. It's like, we, we, we want to try to keep the economy going, but we're trying to not have young people be stupid out drinking at bars because that's the time that they do it is usually past 10 p.m. It's not that, it's not, hello, it's yeah, not that difficult nighttime. to understand. That's your nighttime evening. I, I, um, again, you're not gonna, we're not going to please everybody, but I do think just like that rule, I think there's a way to make it work to the best of our ability right now. And I think that's actually pretty smart. Like, listen, let's just close the restaurants a little earlier. People aren't going to be drinking and acting stupid. It's the same thing with school. Like, how can we utilize the cafeteria? How can we utilize outdoor picnic tables? How can we utilize different different things at the school to try and make this work better for us. I just feel like from what I'm reading about and what I'm seeing as it relates to education, Tiffany, in our state, in the state of Florida, especially in the South Florida Tri-County area, Palm Beach, Miami, and Broward, people are just throwing their arms up and saying, we don't even want to try. I agree. We're not going to try. I, I just, why are we so afraid of like trying to please? Every, we're not going to please everybody. No, someone's always going to be Someone's always going to be pissed off. Hurt. So let's just try and make it work the best for the for the people that we have. And if for you're everyone. upset about it, then keep your kid home. I don't know. I mean, but at the end of the day, like I said, when we're talking about what's best for our children, I'm sorry, but I think the American Academy of Pediatrics who deals with emotional, physical, and social health that's, probably knows what they're talking about. That's an expert. I, 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 that's an expert in my book. There and maybe go. it's just because I'm a quote unquote doctor, but like, I think you'd be hard pressed to go find a psychologist to say, um, do you think it's best that we just keep kids home, like in their home with their two parents on an iPad all day long? They're going to say, hell no, they need to go to school. No, and the truth is, if you're doing virtual learning, you're going to be on a computer or on an iPad. Are these the same parents that don't want their kids to be on iPads and computers? Oh, maybe. They, <laughs> like, they, 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 might, <laughs> they might be, and they might be the same parents that were probably frowning at you and I when we decided to put our kids in summer camp under CDC guidelines that said, hey, kids, you need to wear a mask. And you can't have more than 10 people in a room together. I don't understand how that's anything different for school. And these people that don't want to have their kids back in school or the teachers that don't feel comfortable actually on the school campus, well, are you guys quarantining in your homes? Are you going to restaurants? Are you interacting with other people? Because if that's the case, you're exposing yourself as well. I, how hard is it to check your temperature Wash your hands when you walk onto the campus and have everybody wear a mask all day except for when you're eating. Yes, it's kind of a pain, but what it does is, as far as I'm concerned, you correct me if I'm wrong, protects everyone. Yeah, my, me wearing a mask protects you from me. It doesn't protect me from you. That's what people don't understand. Like, but I everyone love, wearing a mask yeah, is what I'm saying. My, yes, everyone wearing a mask. But it's funny when people are like, I, <laughs> I was out like walking the other day. I was walking from a restaurant on Las Olas, like you yeah. know, a busy restaurant. And there was a guy running down Las Olas. And as soon as he goes to pass me, he pulls his shirt up over his mouth as he's passing me running oh after he already bro that's protecting me from you not you from me that's not the way it works and everyone just has their own idea of it's like everyone just all of a sudden overnight became a doctor like that's not have you ever seen that commercial like the old woman like that's not the way any of this works yes that's not the way any of this works yes oh my god it drives me crazy so that's why we tell people to wear masks it's so you protect 
yourself from other people. I mean, you, you, other people are protected from you. Right. That's, so whatever I may or may not have, my mask protects somebody else from getting what I may or may not have. And if you're wearing yes. a mask as well, you're protecting me from whatever yes. you may or may yes, not have. It's not that the way I look at it, Tiffany, is just everybody wear a mask. Cover your face. Why is that so difficult? Well, then you've got people like, oh, it's taking away from my constitutional right. Listen, don't even get me started on your constitutional right. Oh, are rights. you getting into the, like then First why Amendment Then why stuff? do we have to wear a seatbelt? I haven't really heard that argument because I have a whole issue. But don't you have to wear a seatbelt? Isn't there a seatbelt law? Of course there's okay. a seatbelt so law. The, is the difference? What does a mask have to do with your First Amendment because constitutional right? Because somebody's telling you what to do? I just feel like these are the same people that want everything to be re- reopened. So if you want everything to be reopened, just wear the freaking mask. Oh, yeah, you can't have just a wear the mask. You can't wear have a the mask. Wear the mask. Try not to congregate in big groups. Don't go partying and have COVID parties. Idiot teenagers. Like, just... Yeah. It's not... This is not rocket science, people. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff we don't know, but there's a whole bunch of stuff we do. And so you're focusing on the stuff we don't know instead of focusing on the stuff we do know. It's driving me crazy. Well, it's driving me crazy, too. And I'll tell you that we can't, you and I can't sit here and control what the school board's going to do and what decisions they're going to make. We can obviously control ourselves, and we can control what we say to others, and we can control, obviously, what, for the most part, what our kids are going to do and how they're going to respond to whatever's going on. But my issue is the people that are going out on a soapbox preparing everybody for what potentially might happen with no knowledge or expertise to make that kind of a statement. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm seeing that all the time. And it's happening in law as well because I have, you know, we talked about all these mediations and everything. Well, one of the biggest issues that's coming up right now that I'm dealing with with my cases are where are these kids going to go to school? So if the question is what school are they going to go to? Now the question is (laughs) if they're home, which I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does happen, because I practice in all three counties, Miami, Broward, and um, Palm Beach, who's going to be watching them if it's a homeschool day and both parents work? Now we're going to have a whole issue of legal matters that are going to be have to dealt with. And honestly, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've seen it firsthand. The judges aren't really getting involved in these decisions. What they're doing is they're telling you to figure it out yourself and you're going to get a hearing date in January or February yeah, right, 2021. Right. right. I, I, so that's not any resolution to the matter. So it's complicating things over and over and over again, which I really do believe it comes down to a basic premise of Listen to what the medical experts are saying, cover yourself, and make a plan that protects everyone, teachers, students, employees, everyone. What about all the funding, Tiffany, that all these schools are receiving, not just for speech therapy, for all kinds of things that public education provides to people? Now you want the government to provide funding. Teachers are still going to be paid. They're still going to get their retirement benefits, their health insurance, yet they don't necessarily want to be in the classroom full-time teaching. I I, I agree with you. I mean, again, I I, and I really, I do think that I'm a person that really tries to see something from every side. I really do. And I understand that teachers don't want to unnecessarily put themselves in harm's way. I agree with that. But and I, I don't think they should you, either. But to your point, are these people, and I'm not, I'm not assuming, I'm asking a legitimate question. Are you also sitting at home all day, not going out, not doing anything? Because, you know, you're also putting yourself in harm's way with no benefit by doing that. At least these kids are getting a benefit of are teachers who are amazing that I could never do their job. You know, I just, again, I think it goes back to your point. I think we're, we're underprepared. I think everybody's scrambling right now like a chicken without a head, trying to figure yes. everything out. Nobody's thinking clearly. Nobody's just putting pen to paper and saying, okay, what do we have? It's like, you've never seen the movie Apollo 13? Yes. We're like, we have to put this inside that. 
how with with this right yeah scene in the movie like yes, you got to put a round a, peg and a, a square movie. hole using only that it's the same concept so Absolutely. these are the tools that we have how are we going to make this work in this hopefully shorter period of time maybe over the next three months it's planned for three months yeah. using that right it's the it's the same concept it's not again and, it's and not you know rocket what? science you can revise a plan if the plan is we're not going to make a plan and we're just going to decide, nope, we're all going to do virtual, you've almost thrown your hands up in the air and say, I give up, which I don't support that But then what's your the reopening all? plan after that? You well, still have to have a plan, right? Yeah, they so can't just shut down forever. I just spent $400 on my kids' school uniforms and school supplies. I have to so do what that. So what am you know, I mean... The, the private schools really down here, at least, they're not doing anything different. It's like, well, we're going to follow whatever Broward County does. I feel like going to school and be like, can I just write you a check? How much money do you need to make this work right. so we can open the school back right. up? Because what needs to happen? Yeah, I, I just feel, again, I feel like that scene from the movie just like, it resonates with me. Yeah, it's like, it makes you have this, you have this, and this is what you have to use. Figure it out. Just make it work. If they can get a freaking rocket ship back to Earth using duct tape and a manual, then, then we can figure out how to open schools again. And it's figure not, it out it's not in that a, difficult. In the most safe. In the most safe way environment yes. that protects maybe we have everyone. to shuffle listen maybe we have to shuffle teachers around you know maybe you've got a maybe you've got a like if your sixth graders can do better virtual learning than your than your first graders maybe we have to shuffle teachers around for three months I mean I, I don't know I'm not a teacher I don't know the answer but I feel like if everyone got involved and people would stop getting so emotional about this that they could find a realistic uh endpoint. I, I absolutely my my biggest problem I have is just the plan is we're not going to have a plan, doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That, that doesn't work in medicine. It doesn't, doesn't work, work in, It doesn't work in anything. Can any you imagine the situation. surgeon going in and being like, oh, no, I just nicked that artery. Oh, I wasn't planning for that. Now I what? don't know how to fix that. Now what? It's like, no, man, you have to be prepared for everything. You have to, you have, to have the foresight to know what could possibly happen. So you're going to tell me in March that we had no foresight, that maybe the schools might not be able to be. We were talking about it in March, so obviously there we, was some foresight. Not only were we talking about it, but everybody was basically in quarantine for March and most of April. Just, everything was closed down. It's the irritating. fact that school was going to have to reopen in August was not a shock. <laughs> So then I, um, it wasn't a shock. We got to wrap up in a second, but I I have a story I have to tell you and I'm not going to say names, but someone, (laughs) someone get ready, Al, someone from my high school sends me because I grew up in a very small town. So sends me a link and says, have you seen so-and-so's speech? And so she sends me the video and it's this girl Mm -hmm. that I went to high school with who goes to one of the county commission meetings and they're talking about masks. And so, I mean, I couldn't even watch this whole thing because I was, there's steam coming out of my ears. Oh, now, wow. This person gets up on the pedestal and says, I am a mom. I am a wife. I just, I graduated nursing school. Doesn't, I don't believe she's a practicing nurse, but graduated nursing school and says, so she has an education. your health is not my responsibility. What? This is some, so you want to tout that you're a nurse, but then you're going to tell people that their health isn't your B-I-T-C-H, you just went to nursing school. Like, oh your job is other people's health. That's what you do. Are what you serious? She, what did she think she was going to so get into So, basically, she doesn't have to wear a mask because other people's health is not her responsibility. Wow. So, when the doctor orders you to give a, me- a medication to a patient, their health isn't your responsibility, so you're not going to do it? So, hopefully, she have won't you, be practicing so and will I'm not like pass her nursing boards. This. I was like, I can't, I, I can't. I cannot even watch this. I had to turn it off. I'm like, how... Wow. Listen, say you don't want to wear a mask because you don't want to wear a mask. Don't say as a medical professional that you don't think that other people's health is your responsibility. Yeah, wow. 
That's like a teacher saying it's not my job to teach your kid math. I mean, this is the same person that doesn't believe in vaccines, so I can't really. Oh, okay. So that's a whole nother. I can't. That's a whole nother <laughs> subject. For, anyway, for another day. Listen, we. I really want um, if people can comment uh, and and email us. It's confident chaos podcast at gmail and yes. give us your perspective. I'm not trying to be like one sided on this whole thing. I'm just saying that I think there's a way to do this that's appropriate, and that should have been thought of. A long time ago. I agree. And Apollo 13 people go watch the Apollo movie. Apollo 13. <laughs> yeah, you guys can. Well, we want you to subscribe. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of more content coming up. This one is just a hot subject because of all these rules that just came out recently. But we want you to definitely subscribe to the podcast. You can email us like Tiffany said. You can send um, a message on Instagram. But we're definitely interested in feedback because I know this is such a hot subject and we want to hear what other people have to say. But in the meantime, everyone, make sure that you stay healthy and stay grounded. Stay grounded.